Hey friends, last week we talked about morning routine, and this week, as promised, we are getting on to those nighttime routines. Morning routines have loads of benefits, like we talked about last week, but to really maximize your wellness benefits, to maximize your sleep, it's best to bookend your days with routines in the morning and at night that help to improve your mental, emotional, and energetic wellness. So we will dive into those nighttime routines right here in today's episode. You'll learn the importance of having a nighttime routine, why it sets you up for restful sleep, so how it kind of kicks that off and puts it in motion, how a nighttime routine sets you up for success during the next day, and how it helps to heal your body if you're on a wellness journey. And what I mean by wellness journey is, you know, whether you just kind of know that you could feel better if you fine-tune some things, or if you're a full-on autoimmune warrior, a nighttime routine will work magic on your sleep and your energy levels, which means big benefits for you. Welcome to the Autoimmune Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Welcome again. If this is your first time listening, I'm Audrey Christie. I'm a functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner. I help women start their very own autoimmune revolution. An autoimmune revolution helps you stop chasing symptoms and become the healer in your home and human suit so you can heal your body. I feel like we've had some grumbles last week with the morning routines, right? Many people aren't morning people, and that is absolutely a-okay. As you learned last week, a morning routine isn't always reserved for those people who are early birds. Personally, I'm a morning person and for sure not a night owl, but being a morning person doesn't stop me from having a nighttime routine that works well to drip me off to sleep and stay asleep. And the Autoimmune Revolution membership, one of the first things we work through is sleep. Why? Because as Thomas Decker famously said, it is the golden chain that connects our body to healing. So often when we start to examine what autoimmune revolution members are doing, why they may not be getting an optimal night's sleep, heck, even part of the reason why they might be suffering so much from something like anxiety or other triggers and flares, we find that when going through and assessing what our routines are, Almost everyone has some sort of morning and nighttime routine, but they are generally contributing to their inflammation rather than assisting the body in healing. So last week, it was, you know, my mission to change your mind, right? And we're working through morning routine steps in the wellness circle right now. That is the private Facebook group where we take these episodes and make them actionable and dive deeper and support each other in taking those steps to wellness. If you're interested, you can join that at AudreyChristie.com forward slash Facebook. Okay. So coming up next week in the, in the wellness circle, we'll even start working through adding evening routine steps. But first, let's talk about where does this nighttime routine fit in? So if you've ever listened to my episode on sleep hygiene, it's one of the most popular ones. That's episode 116. Then you've probably heard me talk a lot about those hours leading up to sleep, right? Specifically, the two hours till bedtime and the one hour till bedtime sort of time frames of the evening. And this really is the sweet spot for your morning routine, right? So you want to start with the hour before bedtime and work your way up to the full two hours before bedtime, or you could go the other way too, right? Just pick what resonates and leave what doesn't. But just like morning routines, I could totally give you like a list of steps and say, do these five things every single night. And you would probably do them, right? But you would fall off the wagon through no fault of your own pretty quickly. Statistically, 80% or better of you would fall off the wagon. So this happens because we're all so unique. So what works for me isn't likely to be the same for you, even if we were the same age, have the same schedule, the same stressors, even if we were identical twins. 
So these nighttime routines are so important, right? And if you have kids, you might know of some of the reasons a nighttime routine is actually important. So, you know, you you may have been one of the ones like myself who was frantically trying to figure out when a baby or toddler, you know, like what to do when your baby or toddler, you know, wouldn't go to sleep. I know I did. I struggled with that especially with my first, um, trying to get that baby to go to sleep, right? And it's not too different for adults. Having a nighttime routine helps you to improve your ability to fall asleep and stay asleep. It improves your productivity. It reduces your stress levels and your brain functions more efficiently during the day. So I can't even begin to tell you how much healing happens just by reducing stress and improving sleep. Like it's a ton. Even if you kind of put yourself in the camp of, I don't sleep well and I don't even notice it. I assure you, once you start sleeping well, you'll be like, oh my God, I cannot believe I missed out on this, right? So you can, of course, supercharge this routine with all kinds of magic for attracting abundance and connecting with your higher power, focused healing, on exactly what, you know, specific parts of your body, emotional blockage release, the possibilities are really, really endless. But for these purposes, we're going to keep it pretty simple. Um, I feel like it's also worth repeating <laughs> that this stuff is equally as important for kids and adults. And this isn't going to make me the most popular person in the world right now, but just a little snippet about kiddos. If you do nothing else from my suggestions, and we're actually going to have an expert in parenting on in the next couple episodes but I want to drop my little nugget here. Take away the kids' handheld devices at least an hour before bedtime, at least. And you may not be the fun parent, but, and hell, you may be the fun parent if you let them stay up and play on their phone or iPad, but the harm that occurs in the long run will be much more damaging than you can imagine. Okay, now that I'm kind of off my soapbox, right? Let's talk about what time to start your nighttime routine. Ideally, you want that nighttime routine to start nine to 10 hours before you need to go to sleep or before you need to get up in the morning, okay? So that sounds simple, right? So if I'm getting up at six, my head needs to be on the pillow at 10 and my nighttime routine needs to start at eight or 9 p.m., easy peasy. So my night routine, I do it every night, even on the weekends. And you know, there might be an occasional late night that changes things or shifts things an hour this way or that, but that happens really less than once per month or every couple of months even. I start my nighttime routine at 7 p.m. most nights. I get up at 4.30 a.m. on the weekdays uh, and not much later than that naturally on the weekends. So I know I need to be in bed really at 8.30 p.m. So by no later than 7 p.m., my nighttime routine starts with putting my phone away. I know, that sucks, right? But absolutely no handheld devices after 7 p.m. And the reason for that is because full spectrum light that comes from your iPhone, that comes from your handheld devices, your iPad, even your Kindles, especially if you're using a Kindle Fire, um, prevents adequate supply of melatonin, which is required for sleep. It's required to fall asleep and it's required to stay asleep. Uh, and you know, I, I usually get some pushback about, um, well, I use the Apple night shift and this, that, and the other. Well, studies show those don't help. Okay. So for me, because my phone is such a temptation because I enjoy connecting with all of you on social media, I have to put my phone away completely. I actually put it in a drawer and turn it off not to be tempted. The next thing I do is go for my nighttime supplements. Now, I don't always take supplements at night, so this is kind of a loose category. If I'm sore from working out or if I have some kind of issue I'm working on, generally I take my nighttime supplements during this window. It's usually close enough to dinner that I've still got some food on my stomach and close enough to bedtime that if they are geared to do something while I'm sleeping, like 
help my liver process toxins or something like that, then it generally is the perfect time frame. If I'm having a cup of sleepy tea, usually that happens here too. The next step is that I go wash my face and brush my teeth. Those are pretty self-explanatory, right? But they usually don't happen until after 7 p.m. And then on my way out of the bathroom, I'll stop in the chair in my bedroom and make a quick note of the things that I'm thankful for from the day. Once it's bedtime, lights out, temp down, I start triangular breathing. And I don't do it for any particular length of time. I don't check a clock or anything like that. It just helps to reduce the cortisol faster, which helps sleep come on faster because nobody likes to lay there and stare at the ceiling. I generally fall asleep in my estimate, less than 20 minutes. Um, if it's more than 20 minutes, then I, that usually means there's something I need to work on. Right, maybe something stressful happened during the day and I need to do some work to let it go. But on a standard night, I do that triangular breathing for just a little bit. And when I feel like I'm done on that last deep breath, I envision all of my energetic body, all the pieces of my energetic body coming back to me from places I may have left them during the day. And I don't visualize those places. I just inhale and sort of envision like all the puzzle pieces coming back together. And then on the exhale, I envision all the energies I may have picked up from others, people, places, and events being released. Now, technically, that's seven steps, and it might feel like a lot, but it really isn't um, you know, something that I sit down and mark off a checklist. It just happens in little bits over the last hour or two before bed. Now, if I'm home later, a lot of times this routine shifts forward a bit um, or might be condensed in some ways. For example, if I know in advance I'm going to be out a little late, I'll do my gratitude journal during my afternoon meditation instead. So start thinking, right? I want you to start thinking about what would a nice evening routine look like for you? Is it something you could do alone or with your kids or your family or your spouse or your partner? And again, if you want to work through these actionable steps in this episode, I would love to have you join us in the Wellness Circle. It's my exclusive and free community to help women who are pursuing holistic wellness, body, mind, and spirit. We have discussions around the autoimmune podcast and recipe pods and mini classes and all kinds of good stuff. Because guys, chronic disease is 99% preventable, 99% preventable. And autoimmune disease is capable of being healed or put in remission with lifestyle, energetic, and nutrition practices, including diabetes one and two, just for reference. (laughs) But you can get the direct link on the show notes page at audreychristie.com forward slash Facebook. When you join the Wellness Circle, you'll also get the Kickstart Your Autoimmune Revolution Guide. It's just five quick steps to start you on your own mini autoimmune revolution so that you can stop fighting and start healing. To wrap this up, a nighttime routine delivers so much healing to you. It improves your ability to fall asleep and stay asleep, which that is just literally gold there, right? It improves your productivity, it reduces your stress levels, and it improves the efficiency of your brain functions during the next day. All of these things are critical no matter where you are on your wellness journey. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you have a second, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a rating or review. This helps me help more people start their own autoimmune revolution. And I'd be oh so grateful. I hope you've had the most magical and restful day, friends. And I challenge you to leave your world however you can, just a little better than how you found it when you got up this morning. Be well. Thank you for listening to the Autoimmune Revolution Podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated. 